Welcome to the Blondie Beauty Podcast. My name is Mackenzie Judge and I am obsessed with beauty. On my podcast, we'll talk all things beauty industry from products, launches, trends, routines, business, gossip, and so much more. So prepare to get glossed with loads of content. Now let's get into the episode. Hi, you guys. I am so, so excited to be bringing another episode this week. And this week on the podcast, we have Jana Ronert, who is the founder and CEO of Image Skincare. I am sure if you get facials, you have used Image Skincare, whether you know it or not, but I have had so many facials done using Image. So I'm excited to get all into her products. But hi, how are you? Hello. I'm very good. Thank you. Thank you for having me on today. Oh my gosh, thank you for coming on. I'm so excited to chat today about skincare and all the things, but maybe give us the background on image skincare because it's been in the space for a while and it's obviously doing amazing and it's been doing amazing for a long time. So tell me a little bit about the background with it and maybe how you got into formulating your own line. Sure. So it's interesting, you know, I grew up in a on a small town in Nebraska on a farm actually. So I didn't really have the springboard to be, you know, kind of founding and running an international skincare company, but I always loved beauty. And I always knew probably eventually that I would end up doing something in beauty, but I was in corporate America for many, many years. And I just knew that I wanted to pivot to something else. So I pivoted, I became a licensed esthetician. I spent many years working in the professional skincare world with plastic surgeons, dermatologists, performing a lot of facials. So I knew the space, I knew the products. And, you know, I was behind the chair for a long time, which gave me a lot of enthusiasm for creating a brand for the professional and, you know, educating and offering programs. And I suffered from rosacea for so many years, even as an esthetician. So I really couldn't solve my own problems. So I founded Image Skincare a little selfishly for me, but <laughs> I, I knew that the industry, you know, um, probably needed a, a female-led esthetician professional driven type of woman to run a company like this. And gosh, that was in what, 2003, when I founded it uh, in a small apartment in Houston. And I had a couple employees at the time. And now, my gosh, fast forward, we're in 60 countries. I think we have 30,000 spas that use our product you know, hundreds of employees. And so it's really blossomed. It's been, it's been a blast, honestly. It's totally been a blast. So, so cool. Such a cool story, but I kind of want to get into like how you got your brand into spas, because I feel like that's a much different angle than most skincare brands take. They usually, you know, try to hit big retailers or just direct to consumer. But with you, you're obviously like the top skincare brand in spas. So kind of give me the rundown on that. You know, I think with being an esthetician and knowing that world, I that's all I knew. I, I didn't know the retail world. I shopped there a lot. I like those stores, <laughs> but I, I've never really taken that pathway. So I just knew what I knew. And I just worked and and I think I surrounded myself and we have an amazing team of all licensed estheticians. 
So, you know, it's kind of professional selling to professional. And I think that's really augmented and accelerated our ability to create trust and confidence with the professional. And it's been really good because when you know something, when you know that wheelhouse, it's really easy to, to build upon that. It's when you don't know something that it's very hard to build something when you're navigating through the details. Yeah, no, that makes tons of sense. But what, what what do you think was like your pivotal moment for image? Like when, do you remember like the moment where you feel like, oh my God, okay, my brand's really taking off right now? You know, I think if you're an entrepreneur listening to this podcast, I, I think there's always this little, this little talking head inside you that says you've never really reached the top. You yeah. know, you don't really... We're, I'm not successful yet. I haven't reached my goals yet. But I, I think the most pivotal probably was when I first got the loan from the bank to get this product line started. And I'd gone to, like many entrepreneurs, um, my family didn't really have the means. And my dad said, you need to do it on your own. Yeah. So you go to many banks, you pitch your idea, you know, you don't have a lot of collateral and the bank that approved it, the chair, the chair of that bank, the gentleman, older gentleman said, you know, young lady, I know that you're going to be a super success and I hope Aww. to live to see your dreams. Aww, that's and, sweet. you know, every year he passed away a couple of years ago, but every year I've sent him a Christmas card and my p statement. And he's, he was over the moon proud. Aww. So I think when somebody gives you that confidence and a start that they believe in you, it, it, that that's a pivotal point in your career. So I think yeah. the takeaway is the more people you surround yourself that say you can, um, I think is really important in business. Yeah, I think so too. That's really good advice. But maybe looking at like the entrepreneurial side for just a second, because you're obviously such a pioneer in this space. What advice do you have for someone who is like trying to get their brand up and running, but financials is like the only thing holding them back? Because I feel like that's such like one of the biggest things in a startup nowadays is everyone wants to spend so much money on packaging and PR packages and things like that. But it's just like money is like doesn't grow on trees. So what's your advice there? I think my advice would be, I mean, obviously, first, you have to have a real passion for why your product is differentiated in the marketplace. And if you really believe it is, there are so many investors out there that will give you and offer you seed money, offer you mentorship. Um, you just have to pitch it a lot. And you need to get the pitch down to where it resonates with somebody who would want to invest with you. And sometimes it's not only just about the product. My advice is, what is your vision for your team? Because money just doesn't do the trick. You can get a bunch of money, but if you don't have the team and the real marketability to market that product, money isn't going to help you because you can't be an island and be successful. You've got to have a big team around you constantly lifting you up and pushing you to that next limit. And I think investors want to see that. It can't be about you. Right. You know, it really can't. I know when I first started or I was thinking of the name for the company, many people said, oh, call it Yana. 
or Jana or use your name. And I said, you know, for me, I don't want this to be about me. I want this to be about how it changes somebody's image. And that's right. how I came up with the I name. I love that. I love and that's that. true. That's a real story. That's really cool. No, and I think that's really smart because I think we see a lot of influencer brands nowadays that are like named after them and they're kind of just yeah. like, you know, <laughs> we know how we feel about some of those, but we won't get into it. But sure. I love that story. That's so cool. Well, let's talk about products because you have a ton and they're amazing. I know we can't talk about every single one of them because we would be here for a while, but maybe tell me some of your favorites. If you want to go through your personal routine, you can, whatever you want to talk about. No, sure. I think, um, look, I mean, we, we have over a hundred products that we formulated, so they're all kind of your babies, if you will. But I think my, my favorite product, and it's the first one that I formulated is the vital C anti-aging serum. And it's our number one product in our line after 17 years. It's hydrating, it's antioxidants. I mean, I'm a huge fan of vitamin C, both topically and internally for good skin, good skin wellness, and overall health. So that's, I think it's a really transforming product. I think another one of my favorites is I'm a huge fan of exfoliation. I don't know about you, but I I like to get rid of the dead and in with the new. So I'm an exfoliation girl. I love AHAs. I like mechanical. I like physical exfoliation. But our total facial cleanser is really one of my favorite. Your skin is just like it's just been cleared of any dead skin and it just looks so vibrant and fresh when all of that dead stuff is off. So I'm a big fan of those two products. I love that. Now, I think exfoliation is really important. And I think right now it's kind of a controversy in the space because some people are like, no, it's bad for you, but no, it's good for you. I think it's just like, you have to find what works for your skin type. And you also just have to be like, if you have a bad experience, don't let it completely ruin exfoliation for you. Because I know some people may use something that maybe was too harsh for them, but that doesn't mean you can't use something lighter, like a PHA or something like that. But yeah, I think uh, maybe tell us the difference between an AHA and a PHA for someone who doesn't know, because I know a PHA is a little gentler, right? It is. And there's also, if you don't even want to go the acid route, you can exfoliate with, I'll give you an example. We have a new Illuma cleanser that's for brightening and we use organic bamboo spheres as like that mechanical exfoliation. And it really can illuminate the skin very, very gently. They actually dissolve when the dead skin. And so they just kind of, they're kind of like little Pac-Man. They eat away at the dead skin, but then they dissolve. So I think you can use a lot. I also like enzymes to exfoliate. You can use an enzyme cleanser that is beautiful to gently exfoliate, but it just depends on what degree of exfoliation you want. So those, those would be my suggestions. I love it. That's amazing. Well, kind of going back to the spa aspect of it, just because that like fascinates me that you're just like in all these spots. Cause I think that's crazy. You don't really think like everyone's using the same products, but they really are. Maybe tell me a little bit more about like the process of how you kind of choose which spas you work with. Yeah. So, I mean, first of all, you have to be a licensed professional and you have to have a real business to be able to kind of work with us. And because we have 
gosh, 60 licensed estheticians in every major city of the country. Those estheticians are tasked with finding the most premier, the most active. And I think that account that really, truly believes in education, because when you go to see a professional, you you want their advice, you need their advice. And I think that's what separates a you know, a professional salon with maybe a department store or a retailer. They're very knowledgeable, but as a licensed esthetician, when you do it every day and you've got that experience where you've seen thousands of skin types and reactions and you know how you can get to their achieved result the fastest, that is, I really think, the key in dealing with the real professional. So we look at all of that in order to really, we want to put our product on the shelves and in the back bar of those people that think like we do, because you kind of know that, you know, the people that think the way you do are the people that buy into what you believe in, you know, and that's, that's worked really well for us. I love that. It's just so exciting to me. Like I, Literally, it was like, oh my gosh, like I cannot believe you're coming on the podcast because I I can remember just like years ago before I was even like super into beauty, like I just remember image from seeing it sitting on the estheticians like workspace. So I'm like, oh my god, that's so 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 cool. But maybe it's just awesome. So maybe tell me like three things that someone should be doing for their skin every single day, whether they are into the ten step skincare routine or they're like, I hate skincare. What are three things? everyone should be doing? You know, that is such an easy question for me to answer because I think all along the, the, the joy of, of this company and dealing with these products is you really do need to keep it simple. You don't need to do a lot. You don't need to spend a lot, but these are the three things you need to do. You have to cleanse every day. You need step two to anti-age every day with something whether it's retinols, vitamin C, AHAs, whatever is in your anti-aging arsenal. And then the most important product that you should use every day is the sun protection because 90% of all aging is due to the sun and environmental damage. So if you just do those three things, I assure you, you will look so much better when you're 50 like me than your friends that don't do that. Well, you look amazing. You look young and fresh and glowy and so pretty. So I obviously whatever you're doing is working. So we love it. So maybe tell me about collagen too, because I know you guys have collagen now. And I want to talk about kind of the importance of collagen, whether you're ingesting it, whether you're using it topically, tell me your take on collagen. So, I mean, look, collagen, when we're young, I'll give you kind of a, a, just a simple example. When you're young, collagen is like bouncing beach balls in your skin. As you age, it's like a deflated flat tire. So you need to try to do everything you can to reignite that beach ball and to plump it up. And you can do it internally by ingesting collagen. And we have a collagen drink called Yana, or you can use it topically in different products like collagen eye creams or collagen sheet mask. But again, you do have to somewhat exfoliate to get the dead skin off so the collagen can kind of go into your skin. But I'm a very big fan of collagen. So um, 
if if I if you were to ask me, should I ingest it and should I use it topically? The short answer is yes. Yeah. And I've seen, I don't know if you've seen this, this is a little off topic, but they now have collagen infused activewear. Have you seen that? I have. And I want to know more. I don't really know much about it. It's kind of weird. I want to know, like, how does, especially like after a couple of washes, like, is it still in there? (laughs) Like, I don't know. And like, does it go into the skin? So then is it still in the material? I don't know. Those are questions. I, I don't guess, know. It, that, it would but. kind of be hard because the molecule is a little big. So right. I'm not sure how that would work, but it sounds cool. It sounds so cool. And I'm sitting here thinking like, wow, the future beauty with fashion, like we're going to start putting all of our supplements in our clothes. But right. I'm like, I just don't know how it works. So I don't know. I just wanted to know if you've heard of that because I was like, I haven't, but I think if you even don't drink your collagen, if you don't like the shots, or I think if you can try to find a beauty supplement that has, you know, collagen in it, I I do think over time, you know, everything in aging and beauty is cumulative. So there's not a lot of quick fixes other than surgery that you can do. So something just little by little every day, year after year is when you really see the biggest benefit. Right. And you have to be super consistent with it too, because I feel like taking breaks just makes you kind of maybe not back to square, square one, but you're definitely taking steps back. If you no doubt, no doubt about it. Yeah. Anything else you want to personally touch on or talk about, whether it's you or your brand, anything at all. I think, you know, beautiful skin is really the insight into your personality and confidence is kind of where it, it makes you bloom as a person. So I would just really, my tip is to encourage to wear sun protection every day and for your whole family and to visit a professional because you don't know what you don't know. And there's a lot of social media. There's a tremendous amount of marketing on the, out, out in the world today. And sometimes it's kind of hard to know, do I do it? Should I not do it? Do I spend the money? Do I not spend the money? And I think if you talk with a professional, they should be able to kind of debunk some of those myths and kind of stay within your budget and try to look at, try to age later, which is our philosophy. I love it. Well, this has been so much fun and I'm so grateful that I got to connect with you and have you on the podcast. So thank you so, so much. But where can people connect with you personally? Where can they connect with image and where can they shop? Oh, thank you. So you can reach me at my handle um, at Jana Rohner on Instagram. You should go to imageskincare.com and you can learn a lot about our products and education. And you can also do some fun shopping there. Yeah, or the best places to go to your professional. So yeah. one of the 30,000 spas and, and go talk to somebody and really get on a great program. But How can someone find a spa? Is there a place on your website to find yeah, spas? There, there's a locator and you just type in your zip code and then our top spas come up and call and make an appointment. Awesome. Well, thank you so, so much. Oh, this has been so fun. It's, it's a pleasure. Thank you. Thanks for tuning in to the Blondie Beauty Podcast. Like what you hear? Don't forget to rate and subscribe for new episodes every week featuring the latest beauty news. Stay glossy until next time. Mwah.